Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. years of age today everybody wants to rule the world went number one back in 1985 and uh, the more things change the more things stay the same certainly feels like we got a lot of people uh, out there that want to rule the world to say the least Apparently, uh, some people want to rule some people's bodies as well. Anyhow, this is Oilers Now. It is 12.08 in Edmonton, and uh, we're going to rule the day. We're going to talk a lot about the Edmonton Oilers, a little about the Edmonton Oil Kings with a jam-packed edition of Oilers Now, which is brought to you by Digitex. Buy at least your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stauffer at the home office. Derek Scott at the 630 Ched Studios coming up today. One of the most popular weekly guests we have here on the show from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Mid-City Construction Management. Uh, we welcome uh, Elliot Friedman to today's show, as well as Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. A reminder, live racing today and tomorrow out at Century Mile, free parking, uh, free entrance into the facility. And uh, for more information, visit thehorses.com with the live thoroughbred racing. And at 135, longtime Washington Capitals player and analyst, he uh, hails from these parts, uh, friend of the show, Alan May. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Get charged up for the summer. Bring your player's club card to the venue and get free River Cree portable charger. For more information, head to therivercreeresort.com. And you can text us. On the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's getting ready for the Edmonton Elks encounter against the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, Brendan will be on uh, with the uh, pregame show tomorrow at 3.30. The kickoff with uh, Morley and Blake uh, Dermott, I believe. Uh, that'll take place tomorrow at 5 on 6.30. Chad, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Elks. And as you know, the... Uh 
Edmonton Oilers. Today's top story is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. Well, the Edmonton Oil Kings are off at the uh, Memorial Cup. It's the calm before the storm for the Edmonton Oilers right now. Uh, Ken Holland, the management staff, uh, doing a lot of work. Uh, Jay Woodcroft getting uh, signed this week to a three-year deal. There's uh, some other contracts typically up at this time of the year towards the end of June, and I'm sure Ken Holland is working on that as we speak. So we'll monitor that, the potential assistant coaches as well. But for right now, it is the Memorial Cup. Uh, The game is on at 4 o'clock today, Edmonton and Hamilton. In my opinion, these probably on paper were the two best teams. The problem is they both had lengthy playoff series. Hamilton went seven in their series against Windsor. Edmonton went six against Seattle. And there was some casualties along the way with some significant players knocked out of the lineup. And the uh, Memorial Cup tournament has been very close so far. There hasn't been a blow game yet. Um, case in point, Windsor are, you know, lost in game seven. And Hamilton, uh, which is managed by Steve Stales, uh, the Bulldogs, uh, have Mason McTavish. He's the highest drafted player in that tournament, third overall to Anaheim, and they've dropped a pair of one-goal games. So if they um, cannot win in regulation tonight, they are out of the tournament. If they beat the Edmonton Oil Kings tonight at 4 o'clock on TSN, the Oil Kings are out of the tournament. If the Oil Kings win in regulation or in overtime, the Edmonton Oil Kings will advance into the semifinal against one of the Quebec League teams. It's been an interesting uh, tournament that way. The... Uh, Quebec League champions were the Shawinigan Cataracts who dealt with significant injury all year. Maverick Bork, a first-round draft choice of the Dallas Stars. We've talked about him a lot, and and it became blatantly apparent when you watched uh, Xavier Borgo play how much Bork, a 2021 first-round, check that, 2020 first-round pick of Dallas meant to that team in terms of driving that team. Shawinigan was quite lucky to have beaten Charlottetown in five games. They won three of the games in overtime, and Charlottetown ended up putting the puck in their own net in one of them. Uh, I would say that Charlottetown dramatically outplayed Shawinigan, but Shawinigan's got refocused. They beat the Oil Kings, and then uh, last night beat Hamilton. Uh, St. John, the host, is... uh, they won their final 15 games of the regular season. They lost their opening round series, a best of five in five games. It's remarkable how many people overreact to five-game losses. They fired their coach, Gord Dwyer, and brought in Gardner McDougall out of UNB. UNB, the longtime uh, AUS nemesis of the Alberta Golden Bears. And Gardner is a strong tactical coach whose teams are always ready to play in short tournaments. And uh, they open up with a victory over Hamilton. And then the Oil Kings ended up beating them in overtime. So uh, big game tonight to see who advances basically on to the semifinal game, which would be played on Monday. Uh, the two uh, teams out of the uh, Quebec League uh, play tomorrow. But tonight it will be Edmonton and Hamilton. Again, probably the two deepest teams, the Oil Kings without Dylan Gunther, massive loss for them. He scored 58 goals in 75 games this season. So that's a bit of your WHL uh and Major Junior look, we say all quiet on the uh, Oilers front to a certain degree. We'll see, don't think for a second that conversations haven't started on potential movement. Again, I'll reiterate the point. I think at the end of the day, you could see Edmonton with more cap space than they appear to have at this time. Now, next week, the team is slated to have some pro meetings. Um for me, one of the things that has to happen is the Oilers have to add some more speed on their fourth line. Obviously, we need a resolution on the Evander Kane front. Um, 
We know that Ken Holland has already been stated as saying that he's absolutely interested in bringing both Kane, represented by Dan Milstein, Brett Kulak, represented by Jerry Johansson. Uh, He's quite interested in bringing those two players back. If he does so, he's going to have to move out some money. And we'll see what ends up transpiring uh, that way. In terms of further down the lineup, it is my belief that the Oilers have lots of young defense prospects coming that will give the team some size, but they could use some speed and size in their third and fourth lines. So I'll be intrigued to see who gets moved out and potentially who gets brought in. And uh, we didn't even get into the goaltending conversation. We'll talk a bit about that with Mark Spector coming up as well. To the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work, we're featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. You know, there's a saying you got to win in the margins. It's so tight today in the National Hockey League. You've got a salary cap. You had, I think at one point, 15 or 16 teams last year that had dipped into uh, LTI uh, space during the course of the season. Uh, you got to be forward-thinking. Brian Lawton is a former NHL general manager. Before that, he was uh, uh, ran Octagon's player agency. Before that, an NHL player that was the number one overall pick in the 83 draft. And Lawton was on yesterday saying that forward thinking is what's needed in NHL organizations these days. It doesn't have to be a younger person's game. It just has to be a more forward-thinking person's game. And that's because all the information. I have a really simple way of putting it for people because I would hear this in Tampa when we started the analytics department there. That was back in 2008. And trust me, it wasn't a popular move. However, back then and today, I still rationalize it the same way. A lot of the scouts that are old school will say, we're right, we know we see, we're always right, and then you have analytics people that'll say, no, we're right, and everybody's missing the point. It's not we're right, they're right, it's what's right. I don't know, if you love money, and every team in the National Hockey League loves money because it's the currency that you need on the salary cap in order to build your team, it is a lot cheaper to utilize analytics then go out and sign guys and find out you're wrong. And that's all it comes down to. Not who's right, it's what's right for the franchise. The Tampa Bay Lightning, in many respects, uh, Brian Lawton's the former GM, they are kind of seen as uh, uh, best of practices in the National Hockey League. And they have... um, I had somebody dig this up for me. uh, 38 people in hockey ops, okay? Or 38 people working in the hockey department. So they got six people in hockey ops. They got three, that's right, three assistant general managers, which is interesting. Four pro scouts, 14 amateur scouts. They've got two people specific to goaltending. Six in sports science, uh, three in equipment, a couple in development, and, uh, oh, wait a sec here, did I... Yeah, and one, technically one in analytics, uh, but the guy that they have in analytics is quite advanced. The Oilers, uh, conversely, have roughly 30 people. Just to put a, a contrast in it, it doesn't necessarily mean that if you have the most amount of staff, you're going to be successful. The Toronto Maple Leafs, who, as we all know, are an incredibly wealthy organization, they have 17 amateur scouts, six in pro, 10 in sports science, nine in development, 
10 separate people in analytics. See, the Maple Leafs have 74 people on their staff. Uh the, this information was shared to me uh, on a proprietary basis, but it just, uh, because again, a lot of people think that Tampa Bay sort of has the model that works the best. Um, it can tie into something specific for this day in Oilers history. And so we will do that right now, this day in Oilers history for New West travel. On this date, 11 years ago today, the Edmonton Oilers drafted Red Deer Rebels forward Ryan Nugent Hopkins first overall. Um, they also got Swedish defenseman Oscar Clefbaum out of Farstead, 19th overall. At one point, the Oilers also had Adam Larson and Ryan Strom uh, on the roster, so they had three of the top five picks from the 2011 draft. Nugent Hopkins, by the way, is sixth in total scoring from that draft class. You know, and it, it's it, to me, it's always been a little bit interesting on that front. The, by the way, the five players ahead of him. Here's where we get to Tampa Bay. Nikita Kucherov was a second-round draft choice. He leads that draft class with 16, 616 points. Huberto was second, 600, uh, sorry, 613 points. Jonathan Huberto got a late interview with Steve Tambellini and Stu McGregor at the 2011 draft in St. Paul that year. Calgary Flames, Johnny Goodrow, the Flames hit a home run, and I know he's a pending UFA, but uh, Johnny Goodrow went... 104th overall, he has 609 points in 602 career games, so better than a point per game in his NHL career. He's the third highest scoring player. Shifley, out of Winnipeg, the fourth highest scoring player at 577 points in 642 games. Landeskog playing for the Stanley Cup final tonight, 571 points in 738 games. Nugent Hopkins, 528 points in 719 games. So, Nugent is the... uh, Six highest scoring player from that draft class. The Tampa Bay Lightning killed it. Absolutely crushed it that year in the draft. So remember, Brian Lawton was the general manager for Tampa Bay during the 08 and 09 drafts. They got Stamkos number one in 08 and Hedman number two in 09. And that was a draft in which the staff wanted Lawton to take Matt Duchesne and instead they took Victor Hedman. In the 2011 draft, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning... Got Kucherov 58th and Palat in the seventh round at 208th. I mean, that's two thirds, at times, two thirds of a top line, but that's concede no worse than two top six forwards that they got in rounds two through seven. They actually took Vlad Nemenstikov in the first round. He's played over 500 games in the NHL, but he's sort of been a middle six forward throughout the course of his career. Rounds two through seven, are, and it, which is not to say that Tampa Bay's always won the day drafting. I mean, they took Brett Connolly six in 2010. He really didn't pan out. Um, they took Slater Cuckoo, 10th overall in 2012 and Slater has had an interesting career including this year when he left the Oilers organization after being assigned to the minors he's represented by Edmonton's rich winner well he's still got a year left on his deal at 900k Jonathan Duran they took him third overall in 2013 but they've had lots of later round picks including the pick that they made in 2014 in the third round where they got Brighton Point so you got to draft good players. You got to hit. You got to have an occasional hit round through two through seven. We all know that. I do think there's a little bit more confidence in where Edmonton's headed on the amateur scouting side. Uh, again, the Maple Leafs with 17 amateur scouts. That's a lot of amateur scouts, man. 
Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. The simplest way to have organizational success, in my opinion, is to try to create an environment where you have best of practices and you don't have silo thinking in the respective departments. You support it with things like analytics and video in terms of amateur and pro. And then you focus on, after you draft the player, on developing the player. And I do think Edmonton has made some strides in there. Uh, you'd look at the makeup of Edmonton's defense in the future. they got a lot of prospect defensemen coming. That bodes well. And, you know, the Oilers got lucky. In 14 and 15, they won back-to-back lotteries. They did. Because they got Drysettle in 14, and then they got McDavid in 15. And I think, in fairness to Leon, Connor helped drive Leon to make him an even better player. And so they've, they got the two best players in the drafts out of back-to-back years. And, oh, by the way, I would argue those are probably two of the f- five best players. All you need to know is they haven't played for how long. And they're still 1-2 in playoff scoring with the Colorado Avalanche having a chance to win it tonight. But Tampa Bay's – a lot of people think Tampa Bay has best of practices. And uh, they're an inter- three separate assistant general managers. That's interesting. That supports a guy – in Julian Breesbaugh, who sort of was developed underneath a Steve Eiserman. And Breesbaugh is excellent in cap management. And I got news for you. If Usually, if you're good in cap management, it's because you can push the envelope. And there's an old saying, you ain't cheating if you ain't trying. And you got to sit there and try to, and, I, and I, I wonder whether or not, you know, we take a look at what Vegas has done, and Vegas is pretty relentless in their constant pursuit. And they'll take on, you know, they just took on Shea Weber. They were not the only team looking to take that contract on to offset a contract going out the other way in, in, in real cap space because of sort of how the, the inflator works on the LTIR side. So well, further conversation for that down the road. It is 1224 at Edmonton. Bob, stop. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Offer with you when we come back in Oilers now. We'll get to NHL today and maybe pop in a couple of your texts as well on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It is 12:25 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I do want to mention the end of the year Oilers merchandise sale is taking place today and tomorrow from noon to six at Ford Hall at Rogers Place. It's open to the public. 50% off on all home and away jerseys. 50% off on all playoff items and up to 50% off select Oilers apparel and novelties uh you can text us as always on the ashley five floors text line at 780-496-0063 we're going to get to some texts in a second nhl today for our friends at elite promotional marketing your local branded merchandising specialist head to elitepromomarketing.com here we go Tonight's the night, Game 5, Stanley Cup Final. Colorado has a chance to win it. Tampa Bay, who's made it to the conference final in six of the last eight years, are playing for their playoff lives. Uh, The Vancouver Canucks have brought in Dale Talon on the pro side. He's always been a good talent evaluator. And the Edmonton Oil Kings and the WHL to take on 
Steve Stales' Hamilton Bulldogs. Uh, the winner in regulation of that game advances on to the semifinal game. If it goes into overtime, Edmonton automatically advances through. So there you have it. You can text us at 780-436-0063. Bob, are you seriously not going to have say anything about what happened in the States today? I expected better than that from you, Stoffer. Bigger things in the world than blank and hockey, pal. I, I guess you missed the opening because I pretty subtly, I mean, there's a reason we ran the song Everybody Wants to Rule the World and we talked about ruling other people's bodies. We've talked about this before. Like, I, I'm no fan of, uh, I'm an Albertan and I, uh, I support our province and at times it feels like during certain Trudeau regimes that maybe... We've sort of been dismissed, but we've talked about the impact that uh, Pierre Trudeau, who had a lot more gravitas, in my opinion, than Justin did, the impact that he had as Justice Ministry put through one of the most progressive bills seen in the Western world in the late 1960s. So for all of you that grew up hating Pierre Trudeau, uh, there are some things that he did that were years ahead of its time uh, for Canada in 1968 with a bill that went through at that time. So there you go. Uh, take it for what it's worth. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, uh, Jeff says, Bob, uh, Xavier Borgo is really good. He looks so much like Claude Giroux out there. Honestly, him and Borkid are ready right now. Well, I got to tell you that uh, Maverick Bork, he's an absolute driver. Uh, Borgo is going to be an interesting player. For, I, I, I mean, Giroux was actually drafted in the same slot, right, at 22. Uh, man, if the Oilers can get the sort of offensive productivity, Giroux's played mostly center in his career. Borgo's played almost exclusively right wing this year. That would be a major thing. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Talk sports, Bob. Uh, this is a political show for Mike. I think he meant to say this is not a political show. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. And Katie K wants to jump aboard just before we head off to the um, global news, weather, and traffic update. Bob, the owners need a bona fide goaltender next season to come close to having the success from this year. Do you think Connor Hellebuck might be available? If not, please provide some realistic targets from KDK. Tell you what, we're going to talk about that with Elliot Friedman coming up after we go to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.